0: Yeah. It's so, a Habibi's hey, thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. My side girl got a five ass with the screen crack. Still hit me back right away. Better not never hesitate. Don't come around think you getting saved. Trying to show the dogs brighter days. Got a torch trying to light the way. Biting everybody with your side it, Cause your next album probably won't ever see the light of day. Half fans but you let them down. But
1: I. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, getting to getting back to the Brunch I'm Breakdown. <laughs> <like high laughs> we did it. We did it!
2: brunch 30, baby. Oh, Dude, you, say we,
1: you say we did it, I think, every time we
0: start the episode. I, yeah. I either say
2: we did it or what's happening. It's either it's one or the other. We I did think it. He says yeah.
0: we did it more than what's happening. Because it's it. like Dan is surprised that we're all here.
2: Wow. I know, I am. I'm surprised that we're still we're still going this strong. Thirty, thirty episodes old now. Just like all of us.
0: Yeah. So total, how many podcast episodes is that for, like, is for you guys, the podcast masters at this point?
2: Um,
1: well, we've
0: had like 230-some Chris and Dan episodes, yep. and then Ooh. like a
1: few special editions. So let's put it at like <laughs> 270. 270.
2: And so Ooh. you average those out to probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 minutes, or maybe even more, because these episodes are longer. I'd say at least 45 minutes an episode on an average between all 270 episodes. <laughs> that's a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of talking. Yeah, a little is. too much.
0: <laughs> nice. But here we are.
1: You could look at it in, in, in the light where it's like, why are you doing all that? Or you could say, thank
0: you for so much free art. That's what you say. That's, that's a great perfect point. perfect right there. No one complains about free art. Well, actually, our president does. But... <laughs> no one complains, <laughs> but no Besides one else that. complains about free art. <laughs> well, guys, uh, let's yes. like let's get this thing started. I got I got Please. things to say. All right, um, Bluetooth headphones. You said Bluetooth right before we started recording, but I have to I have to tell you guys this: Bluetooth headphones have changed my life. They what really have. You,
1: what kind do you have? Yeah. And how do they I have, change your
0: life? Okay, I have – I got, like, a Bose – a pair of Bose Bluetooth headphones, like the sport ones or whatever, um, for my birthday. And I had wanted them, but I didn't really want them. I'm just kind of, like, obsessed with going to the Bose store and just turning on things really loud, right? (laughs) Because, like, I just love the way that all Bose things sound. So I'm just – I just go in there. So I got them for my birthday, which was, like, awesome. And I didn't think I would like them, but it's amazing – Having your hands free when you're at the gym, when you're, like, doing anything, it's amazing. Like, I was talking on the phone while, like, cooking the other day, and I was just, like, on my Bluetooth. It was amazing. Like, Bluetooth headphones have literally changed my life, and I feel like they need to change everybody's life, too. And I'm now less mad at Apple for taking the freaking headphone jack out of the phone. I'm less mad at them for it.
1: I'm not. I agree with you for most Bluetooth things, but I, the I the still could have left the aux cord as part of the iPhone. I
2: understand,
0: but I'm less mad about it. I'm less mad.
2: I I agree with Chris, but I think like your whole. Thesis here is about 10 years too late. Like, you're, you're just discovering Bluetooth, and you think
0: it's going to change people's lives. It has, bro. Where have you been? Dude. Where are you now? Like, Bluetooth come on. I've Bluetooth in like my this. car, and, like, I use a Bluetooth speaker in my house, but I've never used the headphones because I was like, this is pointless. I don't need this because, like, I have a headphone jack, whatever, but now Apple makes this shit difficult. So yeah, I have Bluetooth headphones and they're just amazing like i don't know it's just the 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 amount of things that i feel like i'm able to do while talking on the phone or whatever is just i don't know it's it's a lot it's so much better at the gym there's no cord in my way anymore like it's better at the gym it's amazing
2: i have bluetooth beats and they actually have like the option even to to plug the the cable in to save battery if you will but they're yeah it's and they're they're incredible
0: Yeah, it's just best of both worlds. (laughs) It's just so cool. Like, I just, it's so just freeing when you're just like on the elliptical and there's no wire coming down. Like, I don't know. Chris, you work out all the time. You just started your thing with a word that I can't even pronounce. And like, uh, you need to get some Bluetooth headphones. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't have Bluetooth headphones, but that's something I've wanted for a while. Where have
1: you guys been? It's 2017. Where have you guys been? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I just don't like spending money. <clears throat> it's less like my. Like, Didi didn't know what Bluetooth was a week ago. I knew what Fair, it was. Yeah. I just don't like spending money. I have bought Bluetooth headphones uh, for family members as gifts recently, and they seem to
0: like them. So I should probably get some, but I'm cheap. Well, make them re it or something. One of them's not using them. Tell them, give them back. Or go steal it from their house. Then they'll think it's like missing mm. and you have them. They won't know. That's the way to
1: go. Worth a try. Hey, Mom, can I come over for dinner?
0: Boom. And she'll just be like, oh, you know me, like my age. Like, I don't know what I did with him, Chris. You'll be like, (laughs) oh, Mom, you're crazy. I don't know.
2: This is unbelievable. I don't even know how we just started this episode. (laughs) Gosh.
0: Not on the menu, by the
1: way.
2: Not on the menu. I just
0: had to get that out.
2: Well, let's let's get to that menu. Let's do it. Chris, you want to uh, run down what we may get to today? (laughs) Yeah. Today's specials.
1: I would love to. Well, you know, I've been thinking about the menu, menu, and here at the Brunch Breakdown, the menu is the list of topics we're going to talk about uh, on the show. But really, when you go out for brunch and you see a brunch menu, you're not eating all of the items on the menu. Speak for
2: yourself. Okay, so
1: we're trying to present people with a a smorgasbord of topics that they could choose from. This is a little different because they don't get to choose them, but... (laughs) It's similar to a brunch uh situation where you're not gonna get everything on the menu, but you're gonna get some of the things that hopefully you end up
2: liking. Is that so fair? it's like it's like asking the waiter what the specials are and then he tells you all the specials and then this is what you're having, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Or it's like when you actually get like an honest waiter and you ask them, Okay, so I'm trying to decide between two things, yeah, which one is better. And, you know, a lot of them will just be like, oh, my God, they're so good, I can't choose. Then some will be like, definitely that one. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what we're here. We're here to tell you definitely that one. We are the honest waiter.
1: Hashtag honest waiter. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, with that said, now that we've cleared the air, the menu for this week, I actually think this menu um, might be one of the better ones we've had because there are fewer than 10 topics on it. (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) So... Uh, as always you know that we're going to talk about what we're listening to that will probably come by the uh end of the episode uh but what we will start with is brunch food because that's what we're here that's what inspires this podcast uh so we're going to talk about that our tv show the bachelor has wrapped up uh the season finale curd and uh We obviously need to reconvene and talk about the show, the ending, our bachelor point rankings. That's right. Uh, Dan has kept stats feverishly throughout the season. (laughs) Um, We want to talk about March Madness, which is another thing that we've been documenting feverishly because everybody has a bracket. Uh, Have you been watching the tournament? How are your brackets doing? Uh, And we're going to talk about the coverage of the tournament as well. Uh, And our brand new topic... My friends, my fellow listeners, uh, this is an exciting, exciting episode, Brunch 30. We are breaking out yet another topic. er, Can't wait. Yet another segment for the show uh, that will be a bi-weekly thing now, so you can look forward to it. Where are they now? We're going to pick someone, some group of people, something, and... It's mostly going to be from our childhood and then talk about where are they now because we haven't heard from them in far too long. Well, this week, should I tell them or should we no. keep what? them in suspense?
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, give cl- I should give probably a clue. tell them. Tell them. Absolutely. Okay. Go, Go, ahead. Them. Go ahead.
1: Okay, uh, We are going to be dis- rediscovering the Baja Men. So what a beautiful yes. time to be alive. What wow. Some- well, a
2: hell of a first pick. A hell of a <laughs> first
1: pick. Some sports hot plates this week. LeVar Ball... I'm hoping someone can explain that. And uh, Colin Kaepernick, they're both on the menu. Uh, We have a couple other random topics. We may get to them. I'm not going to say what they are because I don't want to make us look any worse than uh, we (laughs) already have made ourselves look. So we're going to get to it quickly before we do. Make sure you subscribe. Search for The Brunch Breakdown on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. DD is on Twitter at Didi is bored, and I am Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris
0: underscore Gates.
1: We move to brunch
0: food, Dan. Wait, we're also on Spotify. Sounds of brunch playlist, there huge playlist on right now, and uh, it will be updated very soon. So uh, listen, listen, and listen more. The
1: mega brunch. You could have very 12 soon. brunches with how long that playlist is right now. Oh, and that it's playlist
2: all- is incredible. It's so it good. really is. If you haven't listened to that, you better hurry because you're running out of time before this week's playlist gets uh, put up there. So thank you, Chris. It's good to have you back here, by the way. Happy Chris. to be here. And again, a belated. Now, we, we gave you a happy birthday last week when you That's weren't right. here. Now, a belated happy birthday to you. Thank you. Um, happy birthday, man. How's it feel about- to be 30? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it.
1: I don't like it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know Why? about you guys. Like When I was in my 20s. Yesterday,
2: <laughs> Yeah, last week. Last week.
1: <laughs> I guess specifically, like, you know, before I was 29. Okay. Like, I never thought about 30 ever really being a thing. Like, i would be honest with you, I obviously it doesn't feel any different. I don't really care that much. But, like, when I was in my 20s, I always thought about 30, and it seemed like this thing that was so far away that it was like, yeah, I'll deal with that when it happens. But, I mean, that's, like, a million years away.
2: Mhm, And then it hits you in the face. Yeah. yeah. And then when I had these same feels like you did last year, you made fun of me, and now they're hitting you in the face.
1: Well, I, I am the youngest member of the brunch breakdown. I have a duty.
0: This is true. <laughs> this is true. His duty is not to have feelings.
2: Your duty is to make duties because you're the youngest one and you, you still wear diapers. Easy. Um, Easy. Um, Weird. No, yeah, because it you don't realize it until you go through it. And it does. It just kind of hits you in the face because you just kind of like put it off and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's still I'm not there yet." And then here you are. But guess what? I don't feel that old. It's about how it's about how you feel inside there, brother. That's where it is right there. How do you feel inside? You Still feel young?
0: Oh, great. See, Good. I guess it was weird for me, right? When I turned 30 cuz when I turned 30, I had just like got a new job, moved out here. So it was almost like I was – it was weird in a sense where, like, I feel like my – this past birthday, I kind of felt like this was some big change. Like, I turned 32, which is not an exciting birthday at all. But this one I felt like there was some, like, weird change and, like, whatever. But I feel like the last – but the two years prior to that, it was just kind of like I was – I don't know. I was was just kind of going through so many new things where it was just, like, I didn't really have time to realize that I was, like, that 30-year-old. But mm-hmm. now, like, you know, when I see certain things happen, I have, like, interns calling me and telling me this, and I have interns inviting me to their wedding, and interns that were super young to me at the time that I had them, and now they're, like, now they're growing up, and I know that my age gap between them is big, and I'm just like, whoa, I'm, I'm old now. This is wild. Like, yeah. And so I started to, you know, so you start to realize certain things then, but yeah, when I turned 30, I didn't, it just didn't hit me, because everything was so new at the time. Well, yeah. I
1: started getting here's the thing, here's one of the things I didn't like. I started getting like a, a completely unprovoked. People were like, "How do you feel about 30?" and I was like, well, "I don't like be, now that I don't like saying that I'm 30." And then everybody uh, I didn't ask for it, but started giving me like the things like, "Oh, but you know, it's like 30s the new blah, and like it's really no, it's not, not a thing till you're 40." <laughs> and then somebody "40, it's like no, no, no. No, it's not. Don't bring that in. I don't need that." So i'm not that old just stop I, I don't need those like don't console me let's just not talk about
0: it mm-hmm. and move on like that's the dumbest thing people say when they say 30 the new 20 or 40 the new 30 or whatever the hell they say it's the dumbest thing in the world to me it's like no i'm 30 i don't want to be 21 Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be 21. Like, that was a fun time in my life. But when I think about how douchey I was at 21, I don't want to be 21 anymore. Like, I don't (laughs) want to be 25 anymore. And there are a lot of people that don't want me to be 25 anymore. And I am good with that. Like, I have grown up. I am an adult now. It is fine. It's just like, yeah, it's like you're 30. You're, you know, you're like, you're as you get these birthdays, you're just like, all right. And, uh, I, I mean, 40 is going to be here at some point. Like it's, you know, I start to think about <laughs> older ages at some point, but like, I don't know. I don't, I i don't know. I'm not depressed though. Like people feel, I don't know when people turn 30, they get like depressed or something. I'm not depressed. Yeah. I, uh,
1: like I would go back to 21 if I could be 21, but I don't want, if I, I would not go back to 21 with like Knowing all the things I know now. Because, like, it's... It's exhausting. (laughs) Yes. Like, if my... my, Yeah, I need my brain... I would need my brain to be 21. Right. To be 21. I couldn't be 21. No. Like, Chris now, just go back. Like, back to the future, whatever the hell. Like, I couldn't, like...
2: Flux capacitor, baby, let's go. I couldn't
1: take... My brain would have to change in that transition. I wouldn't be able to be... Because, like... It's nice to not be living in a dirty college house and, like, yeah. you have your own money and you yeah. you can do things and afford it. Like, that's mm-hmm. great.
0: Yeah. That is great. Yeah, and you're not 21. Like, tw- it, it, like no. Like Could you imagine? Think about this. Because going back to 21 without having the brain of a 21-year-old, it'd be like dating a 21-year-old. Could you imagine dating a 21-year-old right now? And I don't mean just, like, banging a no. 21 year old that's fine anybody <laughs> can do that i'm talking about actually dating a 21 year old right now could you imagine that like if you talk to a 21 year old in any time recently wouldn't couldn't well, last a week i work in higher education uh so i have a lot of
1: student employees that are between like 19 and 22 years old yeah like
0: i know
2: people who act like they're 21 but they're actually like 31 and I don't mean either of you. I don't
0: mean either yeah, of listen, you. Yeah, listen, Dan. Easy. Okay. Easy. Listen. Easy. But, I don't mean either of you. But seriously, but twenty like I twenty-one is just like, ugh. I think about that age and I'm like, no. Like that was a good time when it happened, but I never want to go back there. Ever. Yeah. Unless you're, there. unless
2: you're unless you're twenty one years old and you're listening to this podcast, we appreciate you and think that you're awesome. So just
1: <laughs> No, enjoy, enjoy enjoy it. All yes. the stuff that you're gonna do. In your early 20s, man, because I tell, like, some of my, my student employees, when they graduate, and they talk about, like, you know, being scared of stuff and whatever. I always tell them, like, that period of, like, you know, basically your early 20s. Like, 21 to 24 is, like, that that period of time where, like, you're moving into a point in your life where you're getting all of the freedoms that you could possibly have with, like, none of the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And then you, you go into that first phase where, like, you find a job – and you all of a sudden have money. But again, you really don't have a lot of responsibility. So like you could just while out with your friends and like have a ton of fun and not have to worry about a lot of things. And then as you move later into your 20s, you gain more and more responsibility and things change. But that, that
0: early part of your 20s is, is a really fantastic time.
2: It's prime. It's prime time.
0: It's great no, it's it's a great time. And and for the most part, most of like your friends are everybody's still around. If you have like yeah, a but... group like everyone's still around. And then at your later twenties, everyone starts to like disperse and get yep. married and things like that. Everyone grows, everyone evolves, all that stuff. But yeah, it's just like those first four five years are like are definitely prime. Definitely yeah. prime. But I love well, the rest spe- of it too. Like I don't know. I like having I don't know. I, I, I yeah. Life. I don't know. I don't get this weird. I don't know. It's so weird talking about it because it's almost like I talk about my 20s. Like I loved my 20s, but like I really do love my 30s, too. So I don't know. Yeah.
2: Story of life, ladies and gentlemen. You can only get that here on the Brunch Breakdown. Um,
0: fantastic stuff. Well, speaking of
2: <laughs> speaking of birthdays in life and speaking of brunch, Chris, we had a birthday brunch for you last weekend. uh Uh, speaking of brunch news and a brunch that we've had recently and it was fantastic was it not
1: yeah we went to industry public house that's what's called right
2: it is yes shouts to them
1: and uh, they have a couple locations in pittsburgh we decided to go to the location uh that had no water which was a fun start we pulled up, there was nobody in the parking lot and the hot water heater was like smashed across a couple parking spaces Mm -hmm. i thought this is weird Instead of going in, we called and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have any water, but it should be back on in five minutes." So me and fiance Katie kind of waited around. Then <laughs> Steel City Dan and and uh, Heelslaw showed up. That's right. And uh, we walked in. They're like, "Yeah, we still don't have any water, but you can eat here." And we kind of like had to have like as a, we had like this big group think session where we got together with the wait staff and all discovered that like you don't necessarily need water to drink beer or make eggs. So we sat True. down. And I think we had a fantastic, uh, a fantastic brunch, Dan. What do you think?
2: We did. It was amazing. It was the first time I've had brunch there at either of their locations. Uh, we had a couple of variety of drinks going around across the table between beers and Bloody you Marys. And the... seen
1: you should have seen the drink Dan got. Maybe. <laughs> it you, was based on your recommendation. You should have seen what was it called? Like I need Maggie's to know. coconut or something? Yes, it was what? Maggie's
2: coconut, and it was delicious. Thank you, Maggie. Um, Maggie's,
0: what was in it? What else was in it?
2: Uh, rum,
0: coconut rum,
2: coconut rum. Go, go over. Yeah, well, clearly you didn't see. It. We took all these pictures over I on saw our, it. our yeah, hashtag I saw brunch takeover. It's yeah, it's the white one. The white one um, that
1: looks super girly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect. I didn't really see that coming. I did. The, the glass really makes makes or breaks. It was it was the impression the drink gives. It was <laughs> dainty. The, it was a little too dainty. <laughs> Should have just seen that coming with the name Maggie's in it, but. It was fantastic, and then I walked away going. None of us had coffee. How did nobody get coffee? It was kind of weird for me for brunch. That's like breaking a brunch rule. Anyways, yeah, I thought that was weird. We had a couple different uh, meals there. I had the. uh, I think fiance Katie and I both had the heavenly hash, Uh which was tremendous. We felt somewhat appropriate being St. Patrick's Day weekend. Uh, Heel slaw. Our buddy Heel slaw had the uh, steak and eggs with um, Luca Caputi sauce on it, or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And. Chris, you had something that was wild that uh, looked fantastic. I don't even
1: remember what it was called. It was like a Liberty Tubes. Oh, it was called Liberty Tubes. So, for our national listeners uh, and international listeners, there is a set of tunnels in the city of Pittsburgh called the Liberty Tunnels. The regional lingo, I guess, is they're called the Liberty Tubes. So, this was called the Liberty Tubes. It was kind of like a like a breaded burrito, like a fried breaded burrito with all kinds of good brunch goodies inside of it yeah it and had like I eggs learned... hash
2: Browns bacon mm. all this and it was oh, it looked fried oh, it, had like f- yeah. it had like a it had like a funnel cake shell on it yeah like it, it was
1: really good and I learned at this meal what I think
2: country gravy
1: is
0: <laughs> oh is it the white gravy dude yeah. dude white Chris gravy. for the oh, first time. So
2: Learned what country gravy is. He turned thir- – literally, this is like the day he turned 30. Yeah, he my birthday. finally learns what country gravy is, and it blows my mind. He goes he – he takes a bite of it with his fork. He slides it over. He goes, try this. He's like, you, this, is, this, is, this is not what I thought it was going to taste like. Try this. I go, uh, is that country gravy? He's like, yeah, try it. <laughs> He got, he, I'm like, you mean it kind of tastes like, you know, sausage and, you know, and he just pulls it back. He's like, okay, you've had it before. <laughs> he had no idea. He thought it was like sweet and syrupy. He thought I thought he it thought, was
1: maple syrup. Like, I don't know why I read gravy. Unbelievable. I, and and my, my mind read gravy and processed it as syrup. I don't know why. This is absolutely never, the
0: best thing I've ever heard. I, I can't believe never it. Had country that's gravy. Awesome.
2: Biscuits and gravy, all that. There's plenty of things that country gravy comes on or with. And it was remarkable so, that on your okay. 30th birthday you discovered it.
0: I
1: probably hear, like, biscuits and gravy, and I've probably always thought biscuits and, like, maple syrup.
2: <laughs> no. Because I've never had
1: biscuits and gravy. Which isn't bad. It never bad. sounded attractive to me. Now which which I isn't know
2: bad, what that but is. – Wow. This is un... – that was unbelievable that you discovered that, and you were blown away.
0: It was amazing. hilarious. Like
2: – He had never had it before, and uh... – he thought he wasn't alone in that, but uh, wow. unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Dude, it, and you really have no excuse. Like, it'd be something if, like, someone – if you were, like, from, like, I don't know, some, like, big metro area. Like, you're from, like, New York or something, and you would like, never had it. But, like, you're from Pennsylvania, Like, you really, really <laughs> should have had it by now. Like, you've it's, gone it's on, on enough the road Park trips bu- in your it's life. It's on the Eaton Park buffet line. Did you never it's stop on- at a Cracker Barrel? Have you never been to Cracker Barrel? I have been to Cracker Barrel. And you never.
2: Ha- <sighs> wow. It's on the end of the line at Eaton Park's buffet, okay, baby. Okay, it's on okay, the what, line. It's always there. It's, what
1: are like if you get like one or two brunch uh, or breakfast dishes? What normally is? It's just standard that country gravy comes with it.
2: Well, biscuits and gravy yeah, is one.
0: and gravy, but for
2: sure. What else can come with country gravy? Got, like um, sausage,
0: like some kind of sausage, some kind of like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff can come with it, but you're right though. Like you're not really going to see country gravy in a lot of like, right. at a lot of places. You're not going to see like, it. Like I can't get places. it at Eaton Park.
2: No, no, I you just can said, you said it it's Eaton on Park. the, you, you can't, can. it's at the end of the buffet. It's at the end of the buffet. I just what said What
1: is that. wrong with me. I'm like blocking this out of my life. <laughs> I, know. I know. You just said it's like, it.
2: Maybe you don't go to Eaton Park every week now, but at least during your 30 years throughout your childhood, you've been to Eaton Park and you've done the buffet line, which is shouts to that, by the way. Yeah. But it's always there. It's at the end of the line, next to the biscuits. I
1: probably always thought ew, because it looks. It doesn't look. Necessarily you probably thought it was like super tasty. I'm.
2: It, it doesn't. It's not a. Tra- it doesn't look attractive. I'm blown away. It's all away. about what's on the inside.
0: Like I'm. I'm blown away. Like.
2: It's also terrible for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but I mean, delicious, no. as
2: most things that are delicious are. <laughs>
0: no one said anything about that like
2: so yeah so uh check out our photos over on the, uh at brunch breakdown on our twitter of our brunch takeover from last week fantastic stuff didi did you discover anything in the brunch world that you've never had before i.e country gravy in the last two weeks
0: <laughs> um i had these things called eggs and uh Ooh, it was Even
2: wild like with the chickens poop on <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I uh, I went to I went to this uh restaurant that I love. Uh it's called Home. Like uh not too far away from <laughs> <the road. laughs> It's called uh My Girlfriend Made Breakfast. <laughs> that sound is so set up. The funny thing about it is that's I didn't even think about that until I said it. So it came out. I've no, been
2: there.
0: I've been there. But yeah, it's you've Al- been there. The restaurant it's is called amazing.
2: Home. It's freaking amazing but the way you said that you're like, I went to this place called home and uh <laughs> Chef mom was really, really on top of it this week. It was
0: unbelievable. <laughs> really cozy setting. Uh, yeah. No, my, home mom, is great, My mom dude. never yeah. lets me drink there. Um, but yeah. no, I went to this great place setting. home great this setting week. There. And uh, yeah, I had steak and eggs, which is like, it's, it's becoming my brunch thing. It's becoming my, it's now my thing. It's steak and eggs are now like, that's my brunch staple. If you have steak what and eggs, that? I'm more than likely getting it.
2: Mine's chicken and waffles. I got a problem. I got a real problem. Yeah. Mine's chicken and waffles. It's a, it's severe. You need if it's on the menu. It's mine. Are
0: you good? No, I'm
2: I'm good. Although I did see it. Uh, speaking of kind of brunch news, I'm gonna let you finish your story. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But Bob Evans came out with a uh, all day brunch menu. All day, and really? chicken and waffles is on there. I'm a little bit intrigued. I'm a little bit afraid. Also a little bit intrigued. But please, aren't they shutting
1: down like a bunch of Bob Evans?
0: Easy, maybe. I mean, dude, maybe. I love Bob. Maybe. I I used to love Bob Evans. We went to Bob Evans like after church, like like every other Sunday. We used to always go to bob evans but uh Tough but yeah in. but no that's that's kind of it went to home and i and if you have if you're in la or been in la um home there's like a few of them and it's like an indoor outdoor situation and like the place actually makes you feel like you're in your backyard like you're in somebody's yeah. backyard it's actually kind of cool the way that it's like all set up and stuff you're like in the midst of trees and all the furniture is like different so it just feels like you're on somebody's patio really and then they have like an indoor restaurant that doesn't look like that looks like like a traditional restaurant but home is really cool so um yeah that's 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 my brunch uh nothing nothing life-changing <laughs> like like we changed chris's life amazing. so nothing life-changing
2: amazing well chris we'll have to get you bob evans and uh eaton park definitely have a good ratio of country gravy on the menu okay besides just the the, the buffet option so we'll have to, well, sounds we'll have like... to get you there
1: as I'm dieting, that might not be the best thing for me to eat. But
2: Probably not. Probably not. <laughs>
1: That'll be my post, post-diet post blowout.
0: Oh, well, we look forward to that. That sounds Whenever disgusting. that occurs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be around
0: for the post-diet blowout.
2: Blowout. <laughs> um, any other brunch news, fellas? We I mentioned the Bob Evans thing. That was kind of – that's a little bit older. So shouts to Heel Sloth for passing that along uh, to us. Our, Why are we calling him Sloth? What is this?
1: That's his Twitter what? name.
2: It's his Twitter handle. Is
1: it? He doesn't want anybody to know it. He's, back
0: on the he's th-
2: also what? an egg. Why
0: didn't you let me know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little mad right now.
2: He's probably following you, and you probably thought it was just a bot because he's an egg.
0: I probably did.
2: And his bio is not all that uh, life-changing. So, I'm a little mad. Anyways, uh, shouts to Freeport, still doing things, killing things. <laughs> we love you, Freeport High School. Uh, shouts to Classy Doug Lassie for providing us updates constantly. On Freeport, I forget. Somebody just did something to Freeport the other day, so uh, shout out to them. Uh, how that's was your St. a great Pat-
1: update, Dan. Somebody just did I know, something <laughs> in Freeport.
2: Somebody did, somebody did something good from Freeport. Um, how was your St. Patrick's Day? We got to get to some of these bigger topics, oh, but yeah. uh, St. Patrick's Day is good. Chris, yeah, we had a little birthday party yeah, for Chris wonderful. that was kind of St. Patrick's Day themed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to tell the folks what we did to kind of break in your 30th I year? I will say this, that though. Can I say something we probably about shouldn't Chris's have done?
0: party that I was not at? And I didn't get FaceTimed either. I'm a little disappointed in that. But I didn't realize that until after the fact, so I really can't be that mad about it. But anyways, uh, you guys had the most, like, lame-looking, like... This is it. Freaking... You guys looked like idiots when you guys were out there just, like, drinking that beer. Or whatever the fuck you guys were doing. Shotgunning the beer. I don't know why I couldn't think of shotgun, shotgunning. Yeah. When you were out there shotgunning the beer, it was the most careful shotgun that I've ever seen in my life. Like... I was very it's, it's a new era. There was no beer anywhere. Like, it was just like, gonna make the little tap right here, then we're all gonna hit think at the same time, and then we're gonna drink it, and then, yeah. And then Dan Let's still see. almost died. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but...
1: Couple couple factors in play, okay? When you're shotgunning a beer, at this point, as we've talked about, we're much different than we were at 21. I know how to shotgun a beer efficiently, okay? I've had a lot of practice by now. Ugh. And second, Didi, we don't live in la la land like you do okay it was like 30 degrees outside we wanted to get outside
0: shotgun yep. the beer and get back but there. you guys didn't and act like that you guys were going it was the slowest shot getting of a beer i've ever seen in my life it was no so no 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 that's that's dan's fault that's not my fault
2: okay fine i'll take it i don't shotgun beers on the reg anymore so it was a, just a, it was a little it was brisk outside the the beer was brisk it was just a lot of cold at once
1: we needed lift and brisk you know what we're gonna do Ooh. yes we're gonna get Dee to do this now because he is apparently the expert of shotgunning beers, and he has like oh, time trials. Next time Dee in town, yeah, we're gonna see. Yeah, bachelor party. We'll find out. Okay, It'll be great. That works for yeah, me.
0: July. That works for me. Bachelor party. Oh, that's gonna be a great episode.
1: Dee Dee's gonna be practicing for the next twelve weeks to get ready for. Yeah, bro. he'll look like a pro. Uh, yeah, pro.
2: Yeah, shouldn't give it I'm away. I'm ready. That's the death of a bachelor episode. I can't wait for that. Um. <laughs> No, Death Speaking of a Bachelor
0: of, Part One. That's Part One.
2: That's Part One. This is a beautiful. T- I'm gonna I'm gonna segue. Don't kill my segue. Part
0: Two is the podcast.
2: <laughs> part Two is yeah. Part, part Two is the podcast. The wedding Speaking day. of Death of a Bachelor, gentlemen, we're playing up into this episode now, where we need to talk about it. Finale was Hello. last week. For the last time, ladies and gentlemen, hit the music. <laughs>
0: Nick, 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 Nick. We live like some Bachelor. bachelor. on me like a Bachelor. Sure. On me like a Bachelor. Sure. Bitches on me like a Bachelor.
2: Here we go. Bachelor finale. Gentlemen, I assume we're all caught up and we don't need to spoil anything. Uh. Chris, I know you don't always watch it live. Good God. Have you seen the yeah, finale?
1: Yeah, I watched the, the finale. I haven't watched the the um, like the, the tell-all episode or whatever they to. have afterwards. But but I get the gist of 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 what happened during that episode. But I did see the finale and and uh, I saw Vanessa take home the uh, the crown.
2: Surprised? Anybody surprised? Crowned Didi, elite. I know you and I had a, a brief discussion last episode where we you know my pick, Chris, and your pick as well had always been Vanessa from the first time we did our picks.
1: Yeah, and then and then you changed it. Yeah, that he episode did change was. It.
0: That episode, I didn't change it. I didn't change it. That's like here's what he that's like. Happening. That episode
1: that, was fake news. He did that change it. That episode was fake because news
0: because he changed it. And here's the thing: because I know he's going to come on here and be like, "Oh my god, yeah, like I won this thing or whatever the hell." But no, I dude, did not win. I did not win. His because his because the winner Vanessa was still in it, and he picked Raven. So to me, that was like, changing the pick. That's not changing the pick. That's having a,
2: a that's I it, my pick was my pick from six weeks ago. I stick to my pick. It's like a bracket. It's like you pick your bracket, and I have. I'm gonna pick two teams that are actually still in it. Uh, you know, Kansas and Gonzaga. Oh, did you fill the and bracket pick, out in
1: pencil, Dan, so you could erase it? Yep. No, did. Penn.
2: We did it. We did it. All, we do it. We did it live together for crying out <laughs> loud. It's, it's on the record. We did it live, and that's like me saying. That's like me saying I picked. I picked Gonzaga in on my bracket, but now that like I've seen the games, and we're down to the championship game, it's like actually I think Kansas is going to win. So I'm not. I didn't change my pick, but I did think at that moment. It seemed to be favorite, but maybe that's a great production job by the producers because I think it was leaning that way. And um, so I was maybe uh, still a little bit surprised. And, yeah, in the tell-all, we kind of got like a still an uncomfortable feeling between (laughs) Nick and Vanessa that they didn't, you know, things haven't been quite worked out yet and all the questions have been answered, but they've had to, like, be secluded from each other. They're still in different countries. Apparently they're going to live in the United States. But uh, interesting how it – how it kind of has all gone down and and raven left uh left stranded there that was that was tough to watch that was tough to watch i'll I'll be honestly all the way up until the very last moment i didn't know who was going to be picked well let me ask you guys since you've watched this before do they always show in that final episode like the girl that gets the the loser first and then the girl oh so you knew it then yeah yeah okay see i didn't yeah i was i was on pins and needles so they always show it that way. They should change it
0: yeah. up. They always show it that way. It's always like you don't know. It's Because it's always like they show them both like getting ready. They show them both like, you know, leaving the house in their <laughs> gown that they're going to go trudge through snow with, which is so stupid. And um, yeah, why do yeah they there? always do that? And then it's like you just don't know who's going to be first. So it's like you see them both talking to Chris. And then it's like he walks in. And then she walks oh, in. And yeah. you're like, all right, well, Raven's toast. So that's okay. you know so you just know right then yeah that's just how it goes like but but yeah one, but honestly throughout the episode i knew that Vanessa was going to be it because they were playing up they because they played it up again and i felt like they did this for like 3 episodes the whole family dynamic and her moving to mo- or moving from montreal and her job and it was like they were yeah. they were really building it for it not to be her even though it was her so it was like, and I don't know. I just, I felt while watching it, I was like, it's going to be Vanessa. Because it's way too obvious for it to be her. Like, I was like, I could be wrong, but it's going to be Vanessa. Right. And right. that's how I felt while watching the episode.
2: Christopher, you, you, you still held strong with uh, Vanessa, and we know Katie was as well. Did she have any. Uh, she had to be elated when Vanessa was the winner.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think. <laughs>
2: She's a big nose theory person. Her nose theory was right that's, long ago. Yeah,
1: that, I think that's the reason. That would probably be the reason Katie would be happy. I don't know that like she was emotionally tied to Vanessa. Like she <laughs> liked her. I okay. think she was just like, yeah, Vanessa's gonna win. <laughs> so it was it's more like, point. yeah, that is the person that's gonna win. But, um, I don't know no no surprises in the uh, in, in in my household.
2: No. Well, uh, do do. Do you guys think that this relationship is going to last? Because no. there's no wedding plans. There's nothing like that. They're not even talking about it.
1: But that's Did good. You, actually, you no. that's good. I think if there already were wedding plans and they like hadn't seen each other and they weren't in the same country and they didn't know what the hell was going on, then yeah. it would obviously be something that's not going to last. That's true. Maybe there's a chance because they've actually like gotten engaged and they were like, maybe we should figure shit out first.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I mean, fair Homeboy's on Dancing with the Stars So <laughs> mm-hmm. Nick's still out here Trying to make that money And uh, He's probably gonna do Some hosting things But no I don't think they like each other I don't know the watching-
2: Host what is, he, what is he gonna host The most boring people in America Dude
0: I don't know But he's gonna try
1: something He's gonna try America's something America's funniest home videos He's gonna be the next <laughs> What's that guy Tom Berge, Bergeron. Bergeron What is his name Bergeron dude, that dude Patrice is Bergeron
0: Unbelievable Patrice Bergeron <laughs> Patrice Bergeron He's unbelievable. That's
2: a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, who would you rather? Who's whose career would you rather have? Tom Bergeron or Danny Tanner? No,
1: I thought we were on funniest videos. Sorry,
2: I know that. That's too easy. You mean Bob Saget? It would easily be Bob no, Saget. No, I mean you need... no.
0: Alfonso you mean... Ribeiro. I would rather be Carlton
2: than be. No, yeah, that's too easy. That's too easy. Danny Tanner. That's too easy.
0: Wait, where are we going now? Where
1: yeah, are we yeah, going? So what were you gonna no. say? Because we are going on yeah, Tom of What Mergeron. were you gonna
0: say, Chris? Because we really did cut you off. <laughs> we have to do real people wait, wait,
1: here. Wait, 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 wait! This feels exactly like the uh, the bracket episode we did, where Dee D- D- was like, "Oh, okay, so I have UCLA and Vanderbilt." Dan, were like, me and Dan, were are like, well, "Where are we in the bracket?" I have no <laughs> yeah, idea. Like, what's oh, I don't going even on. know
2: what matchup we're in. I don't even know.
0: That's right.
2: Yeah, at one point I got lost. I was like, somebody recap me where we are. You just made up two teams that are. Long gone the in thing my is, bracket I
0: played it cool But like I had absolutely No idea where we were At certain points in the red You can hear me In the episode When I'm talking I'm like Uh What here New Orleans And what's the date Where are we Like I was going cross While filling that bracket out
2: I'm trying to think Of a good comparison Of whose career Would you rather Whose life would you rather have Tom Bergeron Or Really it's Regis Regis like Philbin.
0: Tom Bergeron Or like Ryan Seacrest Or like Regis Philbin no, that's, that's too easy too Regis Philbin No too easy Because there's a lot of people I would like. I would rather be Tom Bergeron than a lot of hosts. Like who? Like I'm trying to come up with somebody that's not famous. Always employed. He always has a job. Like Tom Bergeron probably makes a shit ton of money. Like because he's a really. Because the thing about Tom Bergeron, he's a really good host. Like he's an unbelievably good host. And like,
2: but he's just like he 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 runs under the radar. He's not like wildly. You know. He he but he gets all the gigs. He's got a ton of money. That's what I'm trying to think of. Somebody. Damn. Need some live listener feedback, somebody that can help me with this. Um
0: He's in a class of his own, in my opinion. I think he's the best host on television.
2: What about uh gosh? Trey I don't do, Wingo. Uh, there you go. That's not bad. That's not bad. Trey Wingo is like the Tom Bergeron of of ESPN. Yeah. He's not a he's not like the biggest star there in like the <laughs> oh how weird I want how to get into these details. To,
0: how do we go to so the that's that's one, one. extremely beautiful self to Trey Wingo? No, because
1: Okay, <laughs> that's a great I don't one. know I don't about know. that. But whatever you just said, somebody said like under the radar host that's really good at hosting. Cause like I I don't spend any point in time thinking about Trey Wingo. But I know right. when he's on TV and I know who he is. I don't ever wonder Like, what's Tom Bergeron up to? One, because I know, and two, because he's just there. That's
0: a good point. That's a great point. That's a really good point.
1: So that should be on the brunch breakdown after we finish recording to the audience is who is, who's, what was it? What host would you rather be? Yeah.
2: Who would you you rather be as a host, Tom Bergeron or Trey Wingo? Whose career would you rather have? Wow who's career who who okay. um but
0: so the bachelor it's coming <laughs> yeah, so gone the bachelor. it's over are we watching the chris do
2: you chris do you think it's gonna do you, you think the relationship's gonna last
1: um let's put a pin in it i don't know Ooh. no
2: that's a yes or no question
1: i think I'm, there's I'm, I'm
2: asking you to predict the future not tell me when the future happens
1: I'll tell you when I know. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. I'll tell you when they break up, or I'll tell you when they get
2: married. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I think, I think that there's a chance, but if I have to pick right now,
2: I'm, I'm telling you, I'll
1: too. go yeah. on the history of these couples and their success, and I'll say no because yeah, that's
2: kind of what I lean to, is because what there's not a great track record with the show, right. right?
1: Some of them recently have have gotten married and had kids and stuff like that, but like overall the percentage is no, yeah. against you working out
2: okay um so then another part on the tell all episode chris is that they the big surprise that they've been teasing all night which was so stupid is that they started the bachelorette that night where rachel got to meet the first four guys mm. like they came out live she had no idea it was coming it was very awkward it was very awkward it was basically like the driveway setting uh all over again in front of the house you
1: needed to be there
2: it's No, not this time. It's guys, so no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steel City Driveway only works I wish every other season. I
1: wish this was not on video this one. so everyone could have seen your face to the reaction to that. That was amazing.
2: I was like, are you serious? Um, so no, not this time. We'll wait another season. But um, yeah, so they started that off with the first four. It was very weird. Is this a show? I have to know moving forward. Is this a show that we're watching? It's, is this the next show? Do you guys watch that one too? Is should we, or is this one not as like, I don't know. For me, popular. it depends
1: on if there's another OJ series coming out.
2: Let's, I don't think there is. I think we had our year uh, last year. Let's hope. <laughs> he might get out. Oh, he might get yeah. out this year. <laughs> he's up for parole, but I don't know if there's gonna be a series coming oh, out. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. He may get out, yeah, and there's already
0: like talks of him um, doing or having a having like not a reality show, but more of like a documentary, like where it's like a five part series of following him around and talking to him. That's already been like floated wow. around. Cause people are like, he's getting out. That's what like a lot of people are saying. Like he's getting out mm-hmm. because everyone knows that like, he shouldn't be in, he shouldn't be in jail right now. Yeah. Cause the sentence was like way too yeah. aggressive. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. he's going to get out. There's no question. It's happening. How
1: about that though? How, how cool was that? How it all came to like, I guess not cool for OJ, but <laughs> like how the, uh, when, when the uh, sentencing came down, the judge so cool. <laughs> gave him the same amount of years as, like, uh, what, it was something related to the murder trial. It had yeah. been, like, that many years since the murder uh-huh. of Nicole Kidman. Like, that...
2: Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman? Oh, Wait, Nicole
1: Browns? <laughs> Wait, Jeez. someone check on Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Please. <Jesus>. Somebody. <laughs> anybody. Jump. Go check Nicole Kidman. Is OJ in out? No. Where is Nicole in Kidman? Matter of,
2: in a matter of 30 seconds, Chris just said it was cool the amount of uh, years that OJ got in his sentence and then Nicole Kidman was killed. <laughs> wow. I'm
1: saying, <laughs> Country man, gravy, baby. Country art. gravy. It's free art. Ugh.
2: That might have to be the title of this episode, like. Country gravy, gravy and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> that's that's gold right there. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Um. So we, that's <laughs> amazing. we didn't get Where real we even quick, go to wrap up
0: the, the. I don't even know
2: our Bachelor segment. Are we watching the Bachelor at or yeah, Bachelorette or no?
0: Um, because it starts in May. Here's the thing about the Bachelor and reason why the Bachelor is the better series. Bachelorette. No, the Bachelor. Just, oh, you're saying here's about the reason one why the Bachelor sending. works okay. is because the Bachelor is on during the winter when nobody really wants to do anything, and the Bachelorette is on in the summer. Like, yeah. I can't guarantee you that I'm going to be watching the Bachelorette unless we say we're going to watch it and I'll make time to like to get through it. But like, the Bachelor's just easy to watch. You're just on your couch doing nothing. But like, now it's, it's a daylight daylight savings time. It's light till nine o'clock. Like, I. I, I don't know. We'll see. So then it rolls, it
2: rolls right from that into this Bachelor in Paradise show. Raven's on that. I might watch it for that.
0: I mean, I'm not going to watch Bachelor in Paradise. I can tell you that.
2: I, I, I'm, I'm a rookie i all you of may this, watch so I'm, it, I'm, and you may enjoy it, but not I'm intrigued. not going to watch it. I may. All right, before we get to our next segment, we, I know we got to get rolling, but our final standings from our picks that we made many, many weeks ago where we took our final six and how we thought that they were going to finish in order. Like I mentioned, Chris and I both had Vanessa winning, so we got a six points total for that. That was all the points that were added since we last spoke. So your final standings, Dee finishes with five points for getting Corinne and uh, Christina right. Five points total. I finished with six points for getting Vanessa right. That is literally the only one I got right.
0: such BS. Like, this is where I hate. Like, every time you, like, do any kind of, like, tournament between us or, like, challenge between us, it's always just wrong. Like you got one Except thing the, right and you're got in one second right. place. That's just wrong. But whatever.
2: Yeah, because you you had Danielle M winning. You should be disqualified for Dude, that. But for the she went home in sixth place. That's not even true.
0: That's not But fine. Chris
2: did get that right. He picked her in sixth place. He also picked Vanessa to win, so he yeah, finishes. Yeah, Chris actually with seven got another thing and is right. Your you got nothing right and you finished second. You got one thing right. I got the most important Stop. one right. The champion. Quit. That's how it works. More difficult as you go along. Anybody can pick sixth place. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's move along. Could you gotta, imagine, uh,
1: like, at the Olympics, the team that won the silver medal and the team that won the bronze medal, arguing like you two are right now. I won gold, and I think the attention should be on me.
2: I got nothing, I got nothing against guess that. You won fair and square. Seven, six, and five. Congratulations. Thank you. I look forward to doing this once again. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. March Madness, of course, it's just... All over the country right now. Games on games on games. Uh, How much of the tournament have you been uh, watching so far, guys? We're in the middle of Weekend 2. By the time you're listening to this, you probably know half or not, if not all, of the Final Four teams. Uh, We're right in the middle of it right now. So Weekend 1 happened where you have tons and tons of games on going on at the same time. And now we're into getting down to the nitty and the gritty. Which some of the best teams aren't exactly coming out on top weirdly enough, but how much of the tournament have you been watching have you is this been a a fun year for you guys to watch exciting stuff it's
0: been fun it's always fun for me. I love watching the tournament like it's just you know yeah. it's exciting for me to watch I love watching basketball, so I'm all you know i'm I'm all in every every year it's the same and no there weren't as many buzzer beaters there were more like um there was one last night, which was great, but for me, it's just mm-hmm. you know it's basketball and it's fun, and there are a lot of close games and you know. I'm good. A lot of mess-ups at end of games, but, you know. Right. <laughs> this tournament, I feel like it's kind of talking about that more than anything else, but, you know, it's been fun. It's the NCAA tournament. I love it.
2: Yeah, what happened to your Mountaineers area? I mean, day, they bot. shit
0: the bed. That's what they did. That, I mean, that's all I got. Like, I mean, that's literally it. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like,
2: Somebody check on Bob Huggins' ticker there. That should have had him. I can't even imagine. That was wild. Yeah, this has been a wild, wild year, and we kind of knew that coming in when we did our – bracket episode with picks you know it was like you know you can pick chalk in most of these games but there's been so many number one teams in the country and so much parody yeah. this year that who knows what wild stuff could happen and it clearly has uh so i kind of almost i yeah I'm, I'm all tournament all the time i watch as much of it as i can i kind of go away from the nba during the days that it's on chris how much have you been watching my friend
1: i don't dislike the ncaa tournament but i have not watched a single game mm.
2: Wow what have you
1: been doing the most that I've watched is, <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> I died I'm just busy man. like so many of the games are on when I'm at work and then like I'm doing stuff after work so the only time I get to check in on games is like at the very end of the day and so like last night I watched <clears throat> the overtime between Wisconsin and Florida and like that's the most I've sat down that five minute overtime. Wow. The most I've sat down and watched any tournament action, but wow. I think uh, we talked about this on Chris and Dan. Like I think that part of that is because my team is not in the tournament this year.
2: We did. We talked about how that how that makes it different for you to watch. Oh, I take how it there's... back.
1: I'm sorry. I watch. I did watch Kent State. I watched Kent, that one Kent State game.
2: Okay, I watch our alma mater. So I watched
1: my team. That's my alma mater. But like other than that, go. I don't watch any.
2: Shen, shouts to them uh, for putting up a fight against UCLA. Uh, yeah, I love it. I can't. I can't get enough. Uh, of it how are your brackets though because like i said there's been some some upsets along the way duke's out early arizona's out early it's been uh it's been a little bit wild for what's been going on i know we did our bracket episode like dd i want to know how your real bracket is uh and chris i'm curious to how yours is too i've got a lot of lines through mine my champions out arizona was my champ they're gone
0: uh yeah like i had arizona was my champ too they're they're gone and it hurt me because I'm a big Arizona fan. West Virginia and Arizona lost on the same night in close games, and that just, like, hurt my soul. I was like, this mm-hmm. sucks. But Arizona, that was my squad, and they, uh, they lost, so my bracket is done. And the brunch bracket, UCLA lost last night, so that bracket's done too. It was holding strong, the brunch bracket was. It was holding strong. It wasn't the worst in the Chris, country. How you so looking? hey, It was actually very successful. I was, you know, it was cool. I, uh, had Duke, so that,
1: that kind of screwed it up, but I, I did go 16 for 16 on day one. Um, wow. and through the first, through the first round, I was 30 for 32. I only got two wrong.
2: Yeah. Um, I was 30 for 32 in the first, the first two days there too, the first round. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited. And then it and fell then apart. I was like, this might be my year. And then it fell apart. Villanova lost, Duke lost, uh, West Virginia lost, Arizona lost, Louisville lost early. Um. You know, I got Kansas as my other team in the championship. They're still going, well, as we sit here today. Uh, I did have Kentucky beating UCLA last night, though. That's legit. I'm a little bit, I'm a little proud of that one. That's, I'm, I'm I don't know why. Str- why I'm are you proud strata. of that, though?
1: He said, I think you said you picked them because Coach
0: Cal is a local guy.
2: He's a local guy, and he doesn't lose to the same team twice well, in one he's year.
0: he's also 6-0 in the Sweet 16 at Kentucky. How crazy that's is one. that? There's another one. Good.
2: that is crazy that is like, that's absolutely crazy um so i was i was happy for them happy for him uh last night but who knows what happens with them sunday night they got a tough one against unc and if you're listening to this you may already know the result of that but um and then dd you posted a question here i think is every game being on tv a good thing i
0: don't think it is i think uh, it's terrible i don't why? like it because there's because I liked it because I, I thought I liked I was gonna like this a lot and it's been a couple years since they you know started putting it on true TVs TNT TBS and CBS and you you can mm-hmm. go to flip to every game sometimes that's cool most of the times it's not because there's a lot of games especially in that in the first ran in, the, in the first weekend that are bad like the sixteen verse one matchups are not good like we got a couple good right. first halves but then the score ends up like 98 to freaking whatever the to whatever the 16 seed had in the first half like it just ends up being bad and there's just there's a lot of bad games and i liked it the old way because cbs let us know what was the game we need to go check out so if we have, because if you're local, the only thing I guess the only thing I would change is like I guess you get the local game, so you're stuck if like you're a Kentucky fan or you're if you if you like live in Kentucky, you're stuck with that game until something good happens somewhere else. But I liked it and I thought the excitement was better when they were like, okay, let's go let's go to Spokane where so and so and so and so are at their three point lead with two minutes left, and I liked that one. I just I feel like I may like that way so much better. Just because, I i don't know, there's so many, there's, some of these games are just bad, and I kind of liked having it the other way. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Chris. I don't think.
1: The only thing I don't like, lo- well, yeah, I mean, you're maybe on. this is a product of every game being on TV, um, but I just don't like how late the games go. Well, but if you have every game on TV, then that means you're trying. You have to have a time slot for every single one of them. So
2: that's true. No, I I love that they're all on TV because then I can decide what what is the good game, what isn't the good game, and there might be two good games on at the same time. And that way, I can flip back and forth without CBS telling me that you're going to watch the end of this game, and then you're going to watch this part of this game, and then I get to see a team like my alma mater who play UCLA. No way that game would have been on TV on the East Coast. It, it was a it was a late game. And it wasn't a great game for all of it, but there was a time there in the second half where all of a sudden it became a really tight game. No way CBS is cutting to that game if there's another game on that they quote-unquote think is better with three minutes to go that I didn't really care about at the time. So I love the option to be able to choose. Like last night, I wanted to watch UCLA and Kentucky from start to finish. Even once that game started to get a little bit out of hand, uh, not out of hand, but a little bit more separation with you know two and a half minutes to go, I don't want them to cut away to go to Florida and Wisconsin, a game that at the time I didn't care for, but ended up being a hell of a finish. The whole way out, uh,
0: see, that's what I want. I want them to get me out of there, like because Kentucky UCLA was done with five minutes left. It was done with five minutes left. It was over.
2: I guess I love it more because of the the first the first and second rounds where there are so many games on, and I can literally flip flip around back and forth. Like if a game, the, the minute it starts getting out of hand, I can go to one of three other games and not yeah. have to just go to one in case. Two games are close. Like so, I get it.
0: Don't get me so, wrong. I get it. I just, I just feel like I know what you mean
2: though. I know what you mean about how like it, it, it's all of a sudden yeah, you get taken like, away and all of a sudden you're into this game that you were maybe looking at the score at the top and all of a sudden you go there yeah. live. And that was, I, like, I get what I you like mean that. with that.
0: You know, all of a sudden we're going to, and it was just, it, it just seems like it's just so exciting. It's like, all of a sudden we're going to go to some random city somewhere and here's Gonzaga and so-and-so and this leads to, and they could win it. Like that just, that was so much more fun for me, but I understand. Like, I also do like the fact that like, if a game is out of hand, I can just change to it myself. I don't have to wait for CBS to go. Oh, so, you know, there's more, you know, there's pros and cons.
2: There is, there is. So uh, we look forward to it. It's wrapping up one of my favorite months of the year. Crazy, crazy stuff going on. Uh well, we gotta get to our newest segment that's gonna be on here every week from here on now, from this point forward, and that is Where Are They Now? Where are you now? Where are you now? Where are you now
0: that in nature?
2: All right, gentlemen. Chris, as you mentioned to start the show, our first group slash person that we're going to take a look back at is none other than the Baja yes. Men and the famous men, famous boys that let the dogs out.
1: And I think we should let Didi present this one because this was his choice to really kick off this new segment to the uh,
2: to the Brentwood. It was. It was his pick. So we've all. Done a little bit of uh, research on where the Baja Men may or may not be now. So let's learn. Let's open up the vault. Didi, what can you tell us about the Dude, Baja you Men? you know
0: what's funny about this is, all right, so the reason why I thought of the Baja Men was because uh, my, one of my friends said something about, like, loving who let the dogs out. Or, like, no, not even one of my friends. It's somebody I work with said something about loving who let the dogs out. And then somebody else was like, oh, my God, like, that was, like, my first CD. And I was like, I I had a bad first C D too. Like it was like tag team. Like Whoop There It Is, you know, tag team. Well, like their whole C D. Like I don't know what the hell was on that thing. I just know my parents bought me the C D because Whoop There it is was on there. So I have a bad first C D too. That was the thing,
2: you had to buy the C D for the single. It's not like I Who Let the
0: Dogs Out is such a weird thing to me because my whole entire school loved Who Let the Dogs Out. And I felt like I was from Mm -hmm. a different planet whenever that song was out because there was so much other like historically good music out at that time like i like dmx was oh like at his height in like 1999 2000 oh. like so much great stuff was out at that time and i'm like eminem was at his rise at the time a lot of unbelievable hip-hop at that time and who let the dogs out was the song that america attached to And I found it to be weird. So then I was like, so I had Baja Men in my head. So that's why I chose them. But here's the crazy part about Baja Men their lives are kind of normal. So if you're wondering where Baja Men are right now, they're just putting out music, and apparently people are buying it. Like, I don't, in some country somewhere. So the Baja Men have several albums, they just put out an album two years ago.
2: 12th their 12th <laughs> yeah, album like,
0: studio <laughs> yeah, studio yeah. album 12th this is studio not like album some just like no it's not just like some remixes to who let the dogs out no no they have several albums they just put out an album called ride with me and uh yeah, yeah. the baha are still kicking and still touring still putting out stuff and they actually made a today show appearance last year at some point so Shouts to the Baja, man. I thought this was going to be a funny like, look back. I thought at least one of them were going to be dead from the money they made and in, uh, in who, from who let the dogs out. But no, these guys are just pumping out the hits. And in some country, they freaking love them.
2: Yeah, it's, it's wild that the ride that they've been on where they, that peak of who let the dogs out and to the point where then they started playing like kids' birthday parties. Not like celebrities' kids' <laughs> birthday parties, but like regular kids' birthday parties. They were playing backyards like a couple years ago. How wild their ride has been! Uh, some fun facts about the Baja Men: the group was originally known as High Voltage in uh, the early '70s. Which sounds like
1: a, that sounds like a metal. Band. It really does.
2: It does. High Voltage. So 1991, they changed it to uh, the Baja Men. And the brief story about how the song came about: it's not an original song by the Baja Men. Uh, their record, uh, their their label rep, uh, heard the song by another group. And he thought that they should record it, uh, change it a little bit, obviously, but record who let the dogs out. He thought it was going to be a big hit. And they were like, what are you, crazy? But they had to trust this guy because he also produced Mbop by Hanson. <laughs> so at the time, the guy was just touching gold. Everything he get? was doing was was touching gold. And it just took off from there. Uh, who let the dogs out? Never actually reached number one in the United States, though. It ended up being bigger in the U.K., which is also strange, but they marketed it towards arenas and stadiums, which is basically the only place you hear it played now. So that was the idea the whole time. Um, it's just, it's just, it, it's a crazy, there's these crazy stories that they tell about the group becoming popular. They've had members come and go just like the skunk <laughs> 11. We know all about that members come and go throughout the years Um <laughs> They said that one time the group was heading to London or someplace, and a former member looked at his plane ticket and became hysterical. They asked him what was wrong, and he said, this isn't a first-class ticket. (laughs) So he went to management, made a huge thing about it, and said, if I can't fly first-class, then I'm not going, and that's the last time they heard from him. (laughs) And he left the band. It's just absolutely insane. Uh, And you're right, they put out their 12th studio studio album, and... uh, lastly, a couple of members of the current day uh, Baja men are Steelers fans. So, shouts to that. There's a fun fact for you.
1: Well, Dan stole basically most of the fun
2: facts. (laughs) Yes, I apologize. apologize. Uh,
1: But I think I still have two that haven't been mentioned. One thing that I really love is that, you know, there's like a a rap part in who let the dogs out. Mm -hmm. Right. I think a lot of people have tried to learn the words to... Uh, that part was written by a former member named Marvin. Now up, Marvin? the member that raps is Leroy, and he doesn't know what Marvin wrote, so he makes it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes up the whole rap part. Um, and I want to finish. Oh, their last tweet was in 2012, by the way. So we need to get them. We need to tag them. Guys. That's not true. That's not true. Well, maybe I'm not looking at Baja Man official. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read a quote that I feel like should always be how we remember the Baja Men.
0: Okay. This is from
1: a a member of the Baja Men who said, The Baja Men have recorded a lot of songs that would fit the Beatles' sound and caliber of recording. Let's break that down. Um, (laughs) Would fit the Beatles' sound.
0: Any thoughts? Uh,
2: Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> here's, here's one Easy thing bod. I will say
0: Easy bod The Beatles lyrics are very overrated by the way There are a lot of Beatles songs that people love That are unbelievably overrated Like it, I'm it, Dude to I'm just being completely honest Like if you if you sit back and listen to the songs You're like, being like, Oh my god this Beatles song This is like one of the best songs ever made You're like
2: I'll say I want to hold your hand is overrated But that's all I'm yeah, going to give you
0: Like imagine unbelievably overrated unbelievably shut overrated. down this podcast is right is now I'm nothing done I'm said done in I'm walking out that like a five-year-old couldn't go to their mother and just say Jeez, like imagine you are high. I'm, like, I'm like this is the song that like okay you know whatever. what your take
2: is la la land they la just, la land
0: <laughs> they just repeat and it's just I don't know like imagine <laughs> is like, like considered one of the greatest songs of all time and I just don't get it I, I mean they yeah, just I, I don't get it but it's not that I don't like the Beatles. I love the Beatles. I just am like, there's a lot of songs in the Beatles catalog that people are like, yo. So could I see the Beatles doing Who Let the Dogs Out? Maybe. I'm,
2: the, I'm not even going to. I'm going to just ignore that and, uh, and, and put it. And caliber
1: ahead. of recording.
2: <laughs> I don't even know how to comment on that. I don't even know how to comment on that. Um, for anybody that doesn't know the story of this, the meaning of Who Let the Dogs Out, The lyrics are critical of men who ruin a good time with a masculine party, Um, (laughs) are like the are the dogs, quote unquote, Um, and they just want to get to the point where they can bark. Was the story behind the lyrics, and they always ask, "Well, who did let the dogs out?" And the Baja men always say that it was the drummer that did it. They always say, "Hey, man, you let the dogs out." And I find that a little uh, mean to drummers like myself. So you know. Well, also speaking of who let the dogs
0: out, it was Rolling Stone put a list of the top 20 the 20 worst songs. Of the two thousands, and uh, who let the dogs out is number eight. That's that's no way of the nineties. My bad, of the nineties. What are the top? What are the top five? The on that top list, five. You know? And oh, all right. Well, here we go. All right. So, Bahamian are eight. Uh, here we go. Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On" is number seven. Completely agree with that.
2: Wow. Completely, agree. <laughs> I agree with that's that. That's because it was so overplayed. Unbelievable. These are overplayed songs, no, not no, no, bad no, no, songs. No,
0: it's a bad song. It is a bad song. It is a terrible Keep going. song. People, Keep for whatever going. reason, like it. Titanic, whatever. Song shitty.
2: La, 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 that man. made
0: flute playing popular, though. So does Future's Mask Off, by the way. Like, and Jeff like If 12. I heard that song and I was in middle school, if I heard Future's Mask Off in middle school, I would pick up the flute right away. Goddamn, that song's amazing. Hanson, Umbop, number six. Absolutely one of the worst songs ever. Chumbawumba, Tub Thumping, number five. No, strong number disagree. four i don't agree with this strong at all vanilla disagree. ice 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 baby makes billy makes ray sense. cyrus achy breaky heart number three terrible that's song. a bad song really bad that's Macarena, a terrible song number two feelings
2: that's horseshit feelings. that's a great song
0: terrible <laughs> <laughs> song Ridiculous <laughs> Terrible song Dance is worse I was at a wedding They're, like, I don't even want to say when I went to it Because like, if that person listens to the brunch breakdown They will understand how whack their wedding was But they played the Macarena And, I, and I've and i never been so close to leaving a wedding I've never been so close I'm like yo it is Jeez. It is not 1998 Or whatever uh, So I can't even say what year it was I came very close to saying the year Alright and then number one Aqua Barbie Girl I'll get I'll agree with that. I agree with like most of that. That's terrible. Except for Ice Ice Baby, that's the only one. Because I know people can't stand vanilla ice, but Ice Ice Baby <laughs> is jams. I don't know.
2: Probably because he stole part of eh. it.
1: Well who's pick who's picking uh next next episodes where are they now? You. Yes. Me.
2: Why not you, Chris? Okay. Yeah. Well it's on you. You guys can look forward to that. I'm excited. So we do we do look forward to that. Uh boys, I'm gonna let you Make the call here music. for the menu. Music. We do. Okie <laughs> dokie. There it is. <laughs> I wanted to yell at Didi on some of these sports hot plates, and they're kind of timely, but I realize where we are time-wise, so let's get to music. Uh, who's kicking us off? Dan, you go. Oh, look at that. I like I like kicking it off. I'll kick it off this week. Um, remember when we used to do like three or four songs each? I just can't get to that point anymore. There's way too much good music out. <laughs> Recently, so sorry, not sorry. Uh, first one for you this week is comes from Weezer and their song "Feels Like Summer" off their new album, which is going to be released later this summer. It sounds exactly like it's titled, as an awesome summer vibe. It's getting you right in the mood for this this weather change that we have, especially on the East Coast, going around. So, "Feels Like Summer" from Weezer is the is a really really good one. They had a, an album come out last year, so the fact that they're putting out another album is kind of crazy. Uh, Chris, I hope I don't steal this one from you, but Blink-182 released a song called Parking Lot, part of their uh, expanded release of their album California. Uh, it's going to be released on May 19th, which has 11 new songs and an acoustic song on it. Uh, it's a very classic Blink-182 nostalgic type of feeling song. So if you like old-school Blink, you're going to love Parking Lot well, yeah, I have, from them. I
1: had that one, and I'll just chime in now. That, that yep. should have been on the album. Yeah, mm. kind of
2: surprising, right? With that it's on way, the expanded? Yeah, with the
1: way that they teased... The album, uh, with the few songs that they pre-released, it gave you the impression that you were going to get that type of feel of Parking Lot. And then the rest of the album was not the way they teased the album. That that song should have been on there. It's great. That's a good
2: point. That's a good point. Yeah, it really is good. Really good. Um, Let's see where I'm going to go next. Uh, Lights. She goes by the name of Lights, and she actually legally changed her name to Lights because there's another group or artist called Lights. Chris, don't check your head. Stop. Stop. (laughs) And the way that she could get around the copyright is if she legally changed her name to Lights, which she did. So the song, uh, her most most favorite song of hers, and I'm kind of ashamed of myself for not discovering her a long time ago because she's absolutely incredible. My favorite song of hers is called Up We Go. Um, She's an electro pop slash rock singer songwriter from Canada. Uh, again, that song is a few years old, but she released an album last year called Midnight Machines. Check that album out. Uh, she's absolutely incredible. She's also featured a little bit more of a recent song, uh, featured with a 18-year-old EDM pop artist called Steve James. Uh, she's featured on that, and that song's called Warrior, so a little bit different there. She's, she's amazing. She's also drop-dead gorgeous, but Lights, check out Lights. The um, band Circle Waves teamed up with... My girl uh, Lindsay from Paris to redo their song, Fire That Burns. It's a reworked version of the original track that came off their new CD, uh, Different Cultures, a couple of weeks ago. So always love to hear her voice on something. We're going to get new music from Paris probably within the next four weeks. So it's a nice little preview to that. I like how they reworked that song. Uh, all Time Low, well, I had them on the last playlist, I think. They released their first single off their new album, Dirty Laundry. They released the second single, single called "Last Young Renegade." Uh, that album's coming out June second by the same name, uh, and this one's more of a banger uh, compared to, uh, to to open the album compared to "Dirty Laundry." This is more of your classic sounding all time low uh, record, so I really really like that song. And my pick of the week, Betty Who. I've had on the playlist a couple times now. Her album finally came out this past week called "The Valley." The track that I'm going to put on the playlist this week is called Mama Say. Uh, It's a very eclectic mix of pop, alt-rock, electro, some synth sounds in it. The entire album, The Valley, is incredible. It's like a dark horse pick for album of the year for me so far. I absolutely love her sound, the way that she mixes all sorts of different types of music in there. Betty Who with Mama Say rounds out my music for this week.
0: Solid. Chris, what are you listening to to?
1: Uh, Knuckle Puck put out a song uh, called "Indecisive." It's like a, an acoustic song, uh, something we don't get much from Knuckle Puck. They're more of a, yes, in the pop punk genre, more of one of the harder hitters. Um, so, kind of a cool new side to Knuckle Puck. But really, I've been listening to Drake. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the entire yep. country is listening yes. to Drake and More Life. Um, I. I, I like it a lot. It, is it? I don't know what to call it. Is it a playlist?
2: That's
0: what he calls it. It's it's too it's long is what it is. That's why it's well, a playlist. Views, it's, views was it's like, like what 20 we did tracks, last week in our playlist. So, uh, I,
1: I kind of expect that from Drake. I feel like Drake, or every... I'm just going to call them projects. Yes, that's what I've been calling that it. Drake puts out, it's going to get longer and longer because he seems to have more and more to say. Um, it's a lot. It's... It, the playlist, the project starts off really strong. I feel like you hit a little bit of a lull there in the middle, um, but then it closes really strong as well. Um, but I, I like it a lot, and I don't know if you guys have been able to listen to it. I don't want to like have to just like talk about all my thoughts. If you no, guys, are gonna, if you guys, have I'll jump to in after
0: about. you because I have tons of thoughts. It's all I've been listening yeah, to. Yeah, go ahead. Free. Okay, free smoke is. My
1: favorite start to a Drake album since over my dead body on take care can't argue with that
0: I can't argue with dude, can we say okay. this? more life is so much better than views, like it's better than views y- yeah like, i agree it is i agree I'm not views. sure yet
2: I'm not sure yet I haven't decided like. Cause it took me two days to get through it. That's <laughs> <what>. <laughs> like I can't listen to twenty-two Drake songs in a row. I have to. I need yeah, a little and it's there. no.
1: I mean, and it is tough because, like I said, in the middle there, you do get some some of his interludes and and uh, more like um, laid back type of mm-hmm. tracks that are like.
2: Unless you're really, I interested. do. I think it finishes stronger than it starts. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I think the first two or three tracks are are pretty strong, and then you hit you hit maybe a four or five, yeah, uh, you know, run there where they're a little bit uh, laid mm-hmm. back, and like unless you're really interested in what Drake has to say, I think sometimes that can be tough to to get through. Um, yeah, it depends
2: on the mood you're in. It might have been the mood that I was in that day, and I was like, wow, finishes strong. But he,
1: <laughs> he has a lot of different sounds yeah. on on the yeah. playlist. Yeah, like he has your your bangers that are going to play on the radio. He has your more laid-back stuff. He has a, f- a few tracks that have like this island vibe yeah. to them, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Like
0: "Blem" oh. is one of my favorite
1: oh. tracks because of the vibe to that oh. track.
0: I love "Blem" so much. Like I think that yeah. I'm I'm with you, because I think the album starts to just kind of like go away after I think it's "Sacrifices." After that, like so, it's like I'm huh. I'm lo- in love with this until song 12. And then it gets then it starts to just kinda go in and out. Wow. And okay. it's like, okay, this song's cool. Then all right, the Kanye song I love. And then it's like the song with Young Thug at the end is cool. And it's kinda like hit or miss, but
2: Ice melts, baby. But, oh, Ice dude, melts. Yeah,
0: like young my God. One that of my song's favorites. Awesome. But yeah, it just but I, I yeah. love it. I I love it, man. Like I and it's already the soundtrack of the summer. Like it's going these songs are gonna be played all summer long. Like Madiba yeah. rhythm, like when that song comes on.
2: Yeah, what? that's probably my favorite. Because I they have they room. have the yeah.
0: island vibe to them, man. Yeah, yeah. that one's and probably and my Gal favorite. Galcaster? Oh, my God. Like, that song is, like, that's all I've listened to. Like, I've listened to Galcaster a million times. Like, a million times. Because it just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. I'm in love with more life. Like, this there is how go. I wanted views to make me feel. And this makes me feel that mm-hmm. way. I got to... I gotta play this
1: I know I do this from time to time And I just play something do from On my phone
2: Yeah It always sounds good uh. There it is
1: That little melody Oh my yeah. god dude When I heard that I just got I got like chilled Dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude
0: that
1: That good melody on Portland Is insane dude,
0: Portland is good so out. good It's so good Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. And like the features on this album are so good too. Like Two Chains gives like Two Chains best verse like maybe ever on this on this album. Yeah, like right? blows everybody away on this thing. And then like um forty four twenty two has my guy Sam it who I just absolutely love right now. And like he and then that's like that's the song that's like that's the interlude that's right or song because it's like three minutes and it's just Samfa. That's between Blim and Galcaster oh. and. Mm -hmm. His voice is amazing, and I just and it just fits so perfect. And then just the beat just drops in the Galcaster like that after hearing this, you know, very smooth, slow like song, and then it just goes right into that. It's uh, I love, I I just, I love More Life so much.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Like, I thought something interesting to it as well is that so there's like it's, it's, there's weird elements to it. There's like an island vibe to some of the songs, but then he has a lot of uk rappers featured on the album and i'll be honest with you i i don't there's a lot of them that i don't know who they are and like (laughs) i don't know what it is like that it's not it's not bad it's just different i'm not used to hearing like rappers with that type of accent and it's kind of a cool element to to the songs when you bring a bring different guys on like that but um I thought that was a cool element too. So it's like it's like you have your bangers, you have your laid-back stuff. Drake has a lot to say. It sounds like you're on an island with a bunch of people from the United Kingdom. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like the most
0: just, insane playlist yeah, ever. Like it's it's yeah, it's awesome, and that's that's I I just love it. And that's one of the things about Drake that people don't um that people always are people always say things about Drake and how he like takes from different countries and stuff. But like, have you ever been to Canada, like? There are so many different yes. countries if you go to, like, Toronto and stuff that you don't necessarily see in your everyday life in the United States. But, like, you go to Canada, and there's just so – it's like you'll see – you'll just like – you'll hear Jamaican accents. You'll hear so many different people from so many different places. You'll hear French. You'll hear so much when it's you go – to canada you like whether you go to niagara falls you go to toronto whatever you'll just see so many different things and i feel like that's one thing that you you hear in drake's music especially over these last like couple years since basically since if you're reading this these last three albums you'll hear or playlists, projects whatever the hell drake is doing it you hear so many different sounds and i feel like that's all of that is just kind of coming out with him
2: you know who yeah. else is from canada
0: Who? lights
2: Actually, yes, but <laughs> I did just say that. Uh, no, Grimes, nice, also from Canada. Good for, very good, good very for good. So. Um,
1: but I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, if people yeah. complain about that, like for me, how else am I going to be exposed
0: to those types of sounds and those types of influences unless somebody brings yeah. it to me? That's how I feel like I feel the same way. I like it. I like the fact that I'm hearing UK rappers on songs because that's kind of the problem when ever a UK rapper kind of sort of breaks here because I forget what the dude's name was a couple years ago, but like you, what'd you say? Cisco. No, not Cisco. Cisco. This is not a UK rapper. <laughs> Stop it. Do not disrespect Cisco. Um, but no, like you hear, you hear these guys' voices like Skepta, and they're Stormzy, and you hear these guys, and you just want to hear them more because you kid. can get used to the voice. Because the thing with UK rappers is a lot different than UK singers, because Adele sounds like she's from any place in the United States until she starts to talk to you. Yeah. But rappers, they're talking, so they can't hide the yeah. accent. You know what I mean? Where like Ed Sheeran, they sound so- he, you can hide the accent when you're singing. I don't know how that works, but it right. just mm-hmm. happens that way. Like Iggy Azalea's from Australia, she sounds like she's from Atlanta. Like I don't know how it works, it works.
2: She she sounds like she's from a garbage <laughs> dump, is what she sounds like. Oh, that's Mo terrible. Bounce might be on that list for Rolling Stone. Might need to reconfigure but that list and put that one there, on there. There
0: are a couple moments in the video though that I'm telling you you definitely need to watch. That is,
2: Woo! I've I've heard I've I've heard, and I think I might have to just watch oh, it on YouTube. Yeah, mute.
0: absolutely. Play more life and watch Mo Bounce <laughs> for <the> sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm perfectly. I fine can do that. that. Um. Before any other music, before we uh, we wrap That's up all here, I've
0: got a couple uh, Trey songs. Just put out his album, and I love uh, Trey songs. So uh, Trey songs, Playboy. That song you want to check out. Uh, Rick Ross's new album, Apple of My Eye. It's the first song on the album. Um, big fan of that. Kendrick Lamar uh, is has an album dropping in like a week or two weeks. So he just put out this yes. kind of like teaser yes. of a song that I that he puts out. Basically, it's called The Heart. This one's part four he puts this out like a couple weeks before every single album he's put out. And, uh, and this one is, and this one's pretty great too. So definitely check out the heart part four. And then, uh, two chains and Gucci, man, Gucci, Main, good drink, good drink, 2. Oh, good drink is good too. It's got Quavo in it, but 2.0 was arranged by, uh, the, there's a choir Quo- in it that does Jose Quavo's Quavo? part. And it's incredible. And, uh, Bentley, we all know Bentley, and uh, he is the one who arranged the choir in that. He actually arranged the choir in Ultralight Beam as well, um, but it is incredible. Good Drink 2.0, and check out the performance from Jimmy Fallon, because that is, like, insane. The be- Like, one of the best performances really I've good. seen, and I don't know why that performance mm-hmm. wouldn't be on the Grammys, because that performance is incredible. So, yeah, those are, those are my, my songs. I've got more, but I'm not going to give it to you. We talked a lot about More Life. I'll hold them on for next week, but, yeah, so... Those are my jams. Check out New Kendrick, Trey Songs, Rick Ross, Two Chains, Gucci Man, and of course, more life. So much more life.
2: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful job, gentlemen. I appreciate that playlist. Will come to you Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Shortly. Right. Thank you. Thank you. It will. Come <laughs> on. Um, ran a little long. Surprisingly, again. We didn't get to some of our sports hot plates, which I'm a little disappointed on, because I thought we were going to go uh, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith on each other. Or Lavar Ball um, and Stephen A. Smith regarding Lavar Ball, and yeah. Uh, real quick quiz: Do you know uh, to, to give you my thoughts on the Lavar Ball situation? Do either of you know what Lavar is in Spanish?
1: No. The var.
2: No, it's uh, it means to wash. So his name literally means wash balls, and that's exactly what he is. Wow. Suck it back, bro. Yeah. yeah. He's. You could tell
1: Dan really yeah, wanted to get him. to that topic, couldn't you?
2: I almost didn't want to talk about him, though, because that's the problem. People were talking about Like, shut up. Shut up. Don't talk about him. You're just giving him more publicity. That's all he wants.
0: I love him. He's unbelievably No, he's not. Entertaining. He's a moron.
2: He's a moron. He might be the biggest moron on the planet.
0: He's so entertaining. No. Like, that.
2: And his, his, his younger sons might be just as arrogant as he is. Thankfully, Lonzo isn't, but his younger sons definitely are.
0: Here's the thing about this. We're not getting into this. We're not. Getting, we're not doing <laughs> yeah, that. we don't
2: have time. We don't have time. I, I got, love I got Ball, shit to so do today. That.
0: It's over. I love LeVar Ball. I think he's great. I, I'm super <laughs> upset that UCLA's out of the NCAA tournament because we are robbed of more LeVar Ball.
2: No, you're going to get plenty of them when the draft comes around. Also, Colin Kaepernick's just a bad quarterback. Not true, so, not not um, true at all.
0: Anyways, that does it for episode 30. Sorry.
2: 3 and 16. Dude, 3 and that 16. Means that does it for episode he's 30. In a um, stop for it. the brunch breakdown. Of you. I got. No, I got to catch you off. Word, no. You
1: didn't clap last episode. So I'm both of you, off. stop it. I'm going to end this episode because you thank can't you. behave yourselves. Okay. Thank you for listening. This is brunch thirty. I'm thirty. Everyone on the show's thirty or something. <laughs> Woo. We appreciate you listening. You can subscribe uh, on your favorite podcasting app. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brunch Breakdown. Follow us on Spotify, Sounds of Brunch playlist. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. DeeDee is on Twitter at DeeDeeIsBoard. I am Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Uh, Dan, do the table thing, and let's stop before we get into an argument.
2: <laughs> I know, a little fired up right now, but it's been a pleasure. Gentlemen, of course, next time, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Love a reservation for three, and we'll see yins at the table.